Hello, everybody. This is Erica. This is Shari. And this is April. And you are now listening to Three Sykes and a Mic. Just as a disclaimer, although the contents of this show may be educational and therapeutic in nature, this should not be considered a replacement for therapy with a licensed professional. If you would like more information on how you can find a therapist in your area, please contact us on social media. Hello, everyone. How are y'all doing? Hello, hello. Pretty good. Good, good. What about you, Shari? I am making it this way. I'm doing good, actually. I feel like I'm in a good mood. Okay, good. Good. Awesome. It's nice. Nice to hear, all (laughs) things considered. What you got going on? Ciao. Taking it one day at a time. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to get my strawberry limeade from um, Sonic's. One day at a time. One day at a time. Oh, I used to kill those things. I love it. I haven't had one in so long. And I was like, you know what? I'm having a day. So let me get something to lift my spirits before we go into this uh, episode. Before we go in this recording. It was right right on time. Right. Yeah. I'm super excited because Drew just left to go get our Sunday treat. Um, We go to this. uh, It's this restaurant that has like a bakery in the back. And they have this. It's called Red Velvet Delight. And it is a red velvet cake with cheesecake in the (gasps) middle. What? That sounds amazing. Do they deliver? (laughs) What's it called? I don't think they deliver all the way to Columbia, but uh, (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute, what is it called? Meet them halfway. It's uh, so the place is called Bowl Weevil. Bowl Weevil, and it's in down like the the animal, the insect that killed the cotton plant. Yes, yes, it is. Don't ask, don't ask me the history of this particular place, but yes, um. And so their, I don't think their food is all that. It's not known, I don't think, for their food. They're very much known for their, their bakery. That sounds the back. amazing. Mm-hmm. I might have to drive down there tomorrow. Yeah, that sounds oh, really yeah. good. So, well, so we only go on Sundays because it's like 50% off of a slice. What? Mind you, the slice is probably as big as your what head. What time do they close? It's huge. <laughs> they close at <laughs> they close at 8 Wait a on Sunday. I can make it. Okay, let's get I to this. I know. <laughs> Mike can make it. We it's might be great. able to do that. It's great. Now that it's might really be dope. Okay. okay. Yeah. Bowl weevil. And then you said you get the the red velvet delight. Red velvet delight. They have the regular red velvet without the cheesecake. And then they have the red velvet with that. a you know <laughs> my my thoughts exactly. My thoughts. That's exactly. like North it's Maine so good. bakery. There, I think they. I don't think they reopen with their um, apple pie cheesecake. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm, That's so good. Delicious. Wow. It's like, my amazing. I mean, I think every every dessert should just add cheesecake. Because oh, why not? Why not? Because why not? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you are having a good Sunday. <laughs> I will be. Exactly. I wish sure will be. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. So what about y'all? I mean, you know, I'm just rolling, just rolling through, you know, trying to do my thing. Same. <laughs> well, how about this? Well, let's go into our memes, media, and madness. Yeah. Is there any any media that y'all have been watching, listening to, reading, 
Um, or maybe you got some madness or some memes. I have been binging The Resident. And it's old. It's like in the, I think the fourth season is about to come out. And so okay. it's just this, like a hospital show, you know, just a typical, their residence and hospital stuff happens. And so okay. it's really good. Hustle. Yeah, I know, like hospital <laughs> stuff happens. People come in okay. and the ER and stuff. It's really good, though. It has Malcolm Jamal Warner on there. Oh, I'm glad he's working. He is. And, and he, <laughs> he done got kind of buff. He got, he's, he's glowed, yeah. up, glowed up. That's glowed up. That's yeah. Right. He, yeah. He, he kind of got a little fine fine got, after he. Yeah. He got like grown man fine. Mm-hmm. He did a thing mm-hmm. at Auburn because yeah. he's like big into po- poetry. Right. And he did this mm-hmm. thing where it was, um, it was poetry mixed with like a black history thing. And he cast a look at the old grown man. Yeah. He's looking real nice. He's <laughs> <days>. grown. <laughs> Looking real nice these days. Glad to see him working. Because you know what? You don't see a lot of the cast members from Cosby. You're like, those uh, checks must be good. Because right. Okay, real good. But it's, it's been in syndication forever. Yeah. Because I'm like, who is the, I don't know, an actor from that show? Felicia Rashad might be the, I mean, Kish and I pull him, but I don't think she's a good actress. Yeah. Um, and Raven. I agree. Yeah. I think and Felicia Raven, Rashad and Raven. And at one point, the guy who played Kenny was doing a little, you know, you would see him around a lot. Yeah, true. In yeah. roles. But. Well, I will say, though, I, I mean, Keisha might be better. I feel like she, it, we have to keep in mind she's been doing Tyler Perry. Mm, she has shows. had no direction. I, I so. think. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I think she was a good child actor. Mm-hmm. the end what was the time i mean period? i haven't seen her in anything other than a tyler Perry. i think so that's she has I'm a like, lifetime like, I don't know. or the bet movie coming out i saw oh, her okay. i saw a commercial okay. so is it i can't is it the lifetime or bet and i was just like i mean uh, okay i'm I'm happy for you you know work yeah get your money. I, i'll have to see because everything that i've seen her in after that has been either low budget kind of stuff yeah or um or tyler perry movies so <laughs> i just feel like i don't christmas have nothing movies. to go on oh, see. Yeah. See, I don't do, I don't watch that she's been christmas. a couple christmas movies. oh like the hallmark yeah that's good things. and i think that is around her level of acting yes. skill that's a good fit because she's been pretty good in those yeah. movies that's a good but fit. you know i i will yeah yeah i don't think she's gonna be winning no oscars no nah i mean but i do love her i'm not i mean that's no shade no shade I would not doubt it. That was one of the low budgets, it but I did bad. like that movie. Did you? <laughs> I did, but I, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was cute. <laughs> I mean, I, I liked it for a low budget movie. For you know what I'm saying? Budget. Like, yeah. you're like for, for an Oscar worthy movie and you're like for a low budget movie. That's just as long as it's entertaining, that's all that matters. As long as yeah. you were entertained exactly. and engaged. So I've been, I exactly. started watching Parks and Rec. Um, and it took it took i'm just now on season five and just now i'm like okay it's good because people kept saying that oh well if you like the office you'll like parks and rec and i love the office so i was like expecting that level and i was like this is like a great value the office like the setup (laughs) is very similar but it's not nearly as funny so just now Mm -hmm. on season five i'm kind of like okay i get it now like i'm I'm laughing now yeah okay uh, i've never seen it it's 
if I I think had I started Parks and Rec first and then went to the office, I probably would like Parks and Rec more. That makes sense. But because mm-hmm. I started with this really great show and then went to like because it, it's the same producers and writers. Yeah, yeah. So it's a very similar feel. But yeah, it's it's good. Have you been binging anything, Erica? I well, so it, everything that I've been watching is I'm um, it's done right now. So um, I haven't started a new um, thing. I've been watching um, Fifty Cents uh, show. My is it Life or My Life or Child, is it Life? A show. I don't. It is really really good. good, y'all. It is so good. What is it sounds so good. It so uh, I don't know what network comes because I watch it on Hulu. Oh, so okay. oh, it's on Hulu. Okay, I'm not. I I don't watch any live TV anymore. But yeah, it's it's so good. They have really good actors. The writing is good. It's just great. And then Fifty Cent is in it right now. He he was in the last season. I mean, not last season, but the last few episodes of the season. Um, and of course, anytime Fifty introduces himself into a show, like he just makes sure that he is one to hate. Like you, yeah, I have hated he's Fifty. A person that's easy to hate. It oh, his characters are just like oh my god! Please hurry up and kill him. I feel like I have not seen him in anything where I have not ended up saying oh my god! Like how long is he gonna be? please hurry up and kill so him? He is in real life. He's annoying. Yeah, so I've watched that, and then of course. um, Little fires everywhere. So, yes, I think we're all binging little fires everywhere. I wish or I could have, have binged. like because I was waiting every week. Yeah, like Hulu, y'all tripping? Yeah, y'all just go ahead and drop this whole season. Just drop all of it. This whole you know, thing. We're not doing the whole thing. It was so good. Um, yeah, I was up to like. And then I've been reading a lot. What are you reading? So, <laughs> so when I first got my Kindle some years ago. I discovered that there are free books that you can download and I'm all about the free. So I would just like read through like the descriptions of books and be like, okay, this description sounds interesting. And I just save them. So um, I was just kind of looking for something to start reading. So I started reading this book called Dark Genesis. I really didn't know what it was about so, so much, but it was basically um, about this black this black girl who found this, I guess, diary type book um, of a old, like a ancestor of hers. And so she starts reading this book and I'll tell you this, it's basically a slave vampire story. Sounds crazy. It It sounds crazy, but I couldn't stop. I could not stop reading. And I was like, I'm not sure how it was just different things. It's like I'm not sure how I feel about this because because the I guess the love interest is a white man, so it's and like, so I was um, like, it's a kindred a little bit. Mm, yeah, and I'm, I'm not familiar with oh, that. You will love Kindred by Octavia Butler. Yeah. You would like I it. I just you read like it a Dark few Genesis. years ago. Yeah, because it's reminded me. I mean, there's no vampires, but it does have like a sci-fi. Like, what is it? Afro, but it was not really Afrofuturism because no. they didn't go into the future. They actually went in the past. In the past. It's really it's good. Same, like, well, so it starts in the future, but and then because she's reading it in the past. Like, yeah. it's, it's so it. You like it. I was like, this is so weird, but I could. It was, it was, and it's a trilogy. Oh, that's good. 
So, yeah. So, I finished the first book and I was like, I'm not sure. Do I want to go into the second? Like, I'm not sure. But it was, yeah. I enjoyed it. You realizing I have horrible posture because I was just trying to sit up just like without. My back said, no, girl. Yeah, you should sit up against the, um, <laughs> oh, it's a piss spot. <laughs> so, listeners, we got a lot going on. This is the first time that we have partially been recording together so you know we trying to figure oh, right. out the whole i know because we've been um virtual for a while um, yeah. for a minute for a minute all right well yeah cool. i'm gonna have to cool. check that one out that sounds interesting that sounds really good it, it is it's really, and it's free so yeah, it's a, dark genesis free is me um kindle book read um and if you like the first one then you know go on and purchase the second that's good. Wait, so, is Kindle? Um, that's not Amazon, is it? Uh, it is. Yeah, Kindle's Amazon. I'm trying to slowly wean myself away from Amazon. Yeah, I saw. Mm. I saw you talking about that. Yeah, and I'm trying to get yeah. used to like life with that. I know it's gonna take a while, but oh, Girl. dang, they got Kindle. Well, I sure can because I didn't order about four items just uh, well, yesterday. See, the thing is now it's like, well, shoot. The big <laughs> appeal with Amazon, honestly, was the the, the two day. Right. But now a lot of mm-hmm. stores that I shop at, they offer next day or two, you know, shipping anyway. So it's like the shipping part I can do because one is going to make me disciplined and not just be buying stuff because I see it. Like, ooh, look at these mm-hmm. light bulbs. They don't sell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like buy them. <laughs> it's going to make me disciplined. And also most stores offer either free shipping or free pickup. So yeah. it's the things like Audible, Kindle. Uh, like those yeah. are the things that's going to be like, dang, Amazon own that too? Whole Foods. Like <laughs> Amazon own it. Right. Oh, that's why they're so trash as a company. Yeah. But anyway, Amazon owns everything. So well, we might have to do an episode on that. Yeah. <laughs> and how to break up with like corporations. Corporations. Yeah. Yeah. Big business. I broke yeah. Up with how to break up with big many years ago. Yeah. I broke up with BP. I will run out of gas before I stop. At yeah. BP. I broke up with BP. They came close to it. <laughs> they hit too close. Oh my to God. Home, literally. So yeah, I broke up with BP. Yeah. But let's let's move right on into our topic, you guys. Um, so yeah. uh, what we wanted to talk a little bit about today was the breaking up situation. So the I, I guess not necessarily the act of breaking up, but um, why breakups are so hard, why they're so difficult um, or, you know, how to move forward after a breakup. And so wanted to jump into that conversation because I think it's one that people often are experiencing but we don't talk much about just like the elements of it and what makes it so difficult for people Mm -hmm. as they're experiencing it and so the question I wanted to kick off the discussion with is asking you ladies have you found ways that or things that have made breakups personally difficult for you like have there been specific things that have been difficult as you have you moved through the process of breaking up mm-hmm. absolutely um for me it's any time that i felt caught off guard by it mm-hmm. um or it was a slow death mm-hmm. like and i think it's more the latter than the former because it was very few what do you mean by slow death like, like the relationship mm-hmm. was dying a slow death yes. okay instead of just ripping the band-aid off it goes to the yeah you don't speak as much, you don't hang out as much. And then like, it's usually me, <laughs> someone has to like say <laughs> what is going on. And then 
it's like now it's mm-hmm. like oh okay well we could have just said that instead of yeah this kind of what what this weird space like and it's I, dragging it on yeah and i found those to be hard because there's so much like am i imagining things mm-hmm. are they really just busy or you know mm-hmm. if that makes sense and um anytime that i personalize a breakup um i think i've gotten much better about that as i've matured but like asking what is it about me and you know and not like yes there are sometimes there are personal factors Mm -hmm. but more so like attaching it to my worth or who i am as a person versus like it just didn't work out like yeah um guys what particular things have made it difficult i think what makes it difficult is uh for a breakup is when you have intertwined so much of your relationship into everything else in your life Mm, so like that particular person is now completely interwoven into your other friend relationships um they are interwoven with your family Mm -hmm. they like activities or things that y'all y'all have now become this one for like group things and it's like wait a minute so who gets who gets this activity now who gets who gets the the friends who gets right so you know um yeah when it when everything starts has been so interwoven it's like a a freaking i mean i've never been divorced never will be in him um (laughs) say it louder yeah so how yeah like how do you how how do you right? How do you um? How do you start to separate all of that stuff? So why don't we introduce anybody? We're gonna be engaged before my family meet. <laughs> Basically, so y'all, I used to say that. Listen, <laughs> my family, my my like extended extended family met my current fiance as my fiance. Yeah. And that's it. Y'all weren't about to meet nobody. Now they have met people because they've come to south carolina for something in my partner but as far as a formal introduction like hey y'all this is who i'm with never boo boo yeah i've never Mm -hmm. taken a guy home never yeah no not gonna happen no i've had guys come to the house for things like i remember once we had a cookout and Mm -hmm. i invited a guy i was dating um and once i wasn't feeling well and i was home and i had a guy but i always introduce like this is my friend yeah i've always (laughs) introduced this friend nope because i've never Mm -hmm. yeah i've never been the type to take a guy home to meet people yeah Yeah. i think my grandma is always like are you dating (laughs) you know like do you date Listen, I think I already told y'all that I think my grandmother thought I was gay. I yeah. think we all have I mean, she, yeah. somebody in our family. She ain't never said <laughs> she it. Comments, she like, never okay. said it. It's just something that I love felt in my spirit. <laughs> my grandma is right. aggressive. She's like, love who you love. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. You know, like, Isn't that sweet? You know, sending messages. I'm like, I just don't bring people home. Grandma like, sending you rainbows. Right. Uh, <laughs> that is a trip well we i mean so i think we mentioned we talked about kind of like the logistics like what makes it logistically hard but emotionally and psychologically yeah you know what do we what are those things that contribute to why break like ending a relationship is so emotionally taxing and physiologically draining for people. I think um, for me in the past, what I've learned about myself is that I tend to emotionally 
well, I just enmesh with the other person in the past. I've done that. Um, and it's made it really difficult because my identity gets wrapped up in the relationship with that person as opposed mm-hmm. to staying true to myself, hold to myself and, you know, authentic to who I know myself to be. And so when in the past, when the breakup has happened, I felt as though parts of my identity has been taken, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. who am I outside of this person, you know? Um, and so I, I'm happy that I've been able to notice that. Cause I think that is one thing that can make it really hard to move forward. Um, when you start to yeah. enmesh and your identity becomes wrapped up into the other person's identity and it just feels like, a a tearing, a ripping with the breakup. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why, like, when April, you say you start to take it personal. Like, what is it about me? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that comes from that enmeshment Mm -hmm. piece. Um, And so think emotionally, that's something that really can rock the core of somebody. Mm -hmm. I think anytime you you make yourself vulnerable with the person, like, you open that up, the risk is... um, the risk of pain is higher. So whether it's romantic or platonic, I think any type of intimate relationship, um, there's going to be pain when it ends because you've invested Mm -hmm. um, emotions into it and you've tied. So it's just, you know, even just with the the chemical component, chemical, that's not the word, chemical component (laughs) of love and how it makes us feel. And if a certain person brings out these emotions, it's very easy to get the, to link the two and then to worry, well, am I going to feel this again? Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm going to feel this way again. That fear that that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you said that, that because, um, I was reading something that was talking about how the the brain of someone who is addicted to drugs and the brain of someone who is in love yeah. looks similar. Very much so. Because your addiction, you, your love is like an addiction to that person. Mm-hmm. And so that's why there's this craving of their time and their closeness. Like you just want them to be in your presence. And so the same way that when you are without that drug, that your body goes through withdrawal and it's painful, those same physiological things happen to your body when you are no longer connected to that identified person or substance. It is a withdrawal. Your body is physically Mm -hmm. feeling pain. You are absolutely hurting. Um, the same way that someone who is coming off of a drug and they're like, and that's why we pine for it. Sometimes it's hard for us to let it go. And then we make reasons why, well, maybe I just need to reach out or maybe I need to just, right? So now you're seeking, right? That drug, right? That drug seeking, it's real. And so it's really hard. But I think if people looked at it like that, there would be more sympathetic to giving people time mm-hmm. to get over Absolutely. a relationship, something very close and to And giving them. themselves time. Like, I, I think sometimes mm-hmm. we're hard on ourselves with the, with the when it comes to breakup and, and, like, the feeling piece. Like, why am I so sad? Like, cause it's a breakup. Like, it's okay right. to have yeah. those feelings. And it's yeah. so when you, you brought up addiction. I have a, a friend, a songwriter, Sebastian Cole. Shout out to him. 
he has a song called I Choose You Again. And one of the lyrics is like, your kiss is my addiction. Your love mm. is my vice. And when mm. he spoke about, I was like, oh, my God, that's pretty much the lyric <laughs> of his song. Mm-hmm. But it is such yeah. a strong connection and the headiness you feel like when you're in love and mm-hmm. um, and when it goes away, you don't have it anymore. And Shari mm-hmm. and I were talking even before the episode, the tendency to apologize for breaking up yeah. or apologize for like ending things like yeah. even though you know it's right but you want to kind of check on the person and like yeah. well, how are you doing are you okay did i i didn't hurt your yeah. feelings did because you know it's painful, yeah, it's painful. right yeah. and so you still care for that person right. you like i know this is probably gonna mm-hmm. cause hurt and so you yeah you feel bad mm-hmm. but for me, I think, and I've often been in like long-term relationships. So whenever I do, you know, end up with someone, it's usually for an extended period of time. And so for me, when a breakup happens, it feels like a death. Mm. It feels like someone has died. And now I have to learn to live my life without this person. Um, And the odd thing is, I've, I've even noticed like, because I've been in relationships with people it's like, oh, my God, I don't really want to end up with this person. <laughs> but even still, like when the relationship ends, it's like it still feels like a death, you know. Yeah. And so um, and so I, I often found that to be odd. Cause I'm like, you didn't want to be with him. Like, why, why does it still feel so like such a loss? But it's just getting it's it's learning a new normal, I think. Exactly. Because that's what I was going to say. It is a loss. Like it's a loss of familiar. And what we mm-hmm. know is that we love patterns. We love having familiar around us, even if it's not good for mm-hmm. us, even if it's not something mm-hmm. that we want long term. People will stay in relationships because it's familiar as opposed to moving forward out of a harmful relationship because it's new. It's, it's different. It's, you know, it's unfamiliar. It's uncertain. That's basically what it is like the uncertainty of moving forward. And so I think, like you said, you know, you do have that process of grieving. And I think we don't talk about grieving enough when we talk about breakups um, like yeah. April said, we we're just in a space of like, I need to get over them. You know, um, I've heard the statement, the best way to get over an old man is to get under a new one. <laughs> right. And that can be detrimental. It doesn't give you time to grieve. It doesn't t- give it's you a time. nice distraction. <laughs> it, it is. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, well, there's a lot of people who do that when someone actually dies. Um, true that. True that. <laughs> <laughs> it is a nice distraction. Temporary though. But, but it's, uh, it's temporary. But it doesn't it doesn't fix it's it's not a fix, uh, an immediate fix. Yeah, How do y'all think attachment me. styles play into breakups? Mm, now that's a word. <laughs> Girl. Uh you know what? The first thing that makes me think about is the dependent attachment style. Um and how one, I feel like the dependent attachment style kind of create often precipitates the need for the breakup anyway because it's so needy Mm -hmm. um you know and the people with that dependent attachment style tend to need so much Mm -hmm. and crave so Mm -hmm. much um that it it often does kind of push people away and then makes that whole dependent attachment style even stronger because 
that's that's going to make them go, no, I need to pull them in. I need to pull them in. I need to pull them in. Um, And so I think that kind of attachment style almost kind of creates a lot of issues in relationships, Mm -hmm. dating relationships or, you know, platonic relationships. Yeah, I think it plays a a huge role in the relationship itself, but definitely in how you move through a breakup Um, Mm -hmm. because attachment styles is just basically your way of navigating relationships and closeness and love in the world. And Mm -hmm. if you, like Erica said, like if you have a dependent attachment style or even an avoidant Mm -hmm. attachment style, it's Mm going to impact the way that you perceive moving through, you know, whether you're going to continue to pine for that person and reach out through text or show up at houses and all of that, or whether you're going to completely cut it off and not allow the process of recovery. Um, and so I think it definitely plays a role, but people don't know their attachment styles, right? You know, right? Or yeah. the, even the the terminology sometimes it can be a little mm-hmm. bit foreign. I was actually I was thinking about reason I asked I was thinking about it earlier, and I um I well, I was like, what is my attachment style? I was reading because so like, I think I've changed over the years, and I was taking mm-hmm. this test. Like it, it definitely wasn't a like it wasn't a Bowlby. It was some free <laughs> online. <laughs> because <laughs> even the, the summer I was like that's not real but okay <laughs> but even the questions on the attachment style um it made me think of how it plays out into how you respond to a breakup so I think mine was closed attachment or um really some, something similar to like closed off or like guarded which okay yeah definitely have said that a number of times <laughs> on here um and so I was thinking, like, even with just, like, the different types, like, someone who's, like, anxious, mm-hmm. um, who's, like, al- always fearful that this thing is going to go away, how that's going to interfere with their grieving process. Mm-hmm. Same thing with someone who's dependent. So it, I think it is important for people to start thinking about attachment styles, um, even before dating, but definitely in dating. The same way we talk about love language, I think it's important mm, to know. Yeah. Um, because if you are dependent, it may be good to know if the person you're dealing with is dismissive. Exactly. Um, and they even have tips on like how to love a dismissive person or how to even break up. Cause that's also can be tough right. depending on, <laughs> might they might to. not let you go for some of them and some, they may let you go too quick. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think that's another thing to keep in mind when yeah. dealing is just like, what am I saying? What, what is this? What is the meaning of this relationship and how I make sense of the world, how I see myself mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. And I think that's often why we relationships are so hard and scary is that we the meaning we put on them is sometimes mm-hmm. is too much like yeah we are looking at this relationship to define our worth as a person our worth as a partner yeah. our happiness our security we want this person yeah. or this relationship to make us feel loved and sexy mm-hmm. and everything and then when it goes away it's like oh there yeah. goes there yeah. goes my whole thing there goes all of that yeah I think, too, something that I thought about as you were speaking is that what makes breakup so hard are expectations that other people have yes. for your relationships. You know, yeah. some people um, stick to relationships or feel, you know, bad about breakups because other people have an expectation that that relationship remain. Not knowing, you know, they are only on the outside looking in. And they don't understand all of the dynamics that, that go on between those two people. So true. But there's such these strong expectations that you be together 
that when you when you finally might have the courage to end it, you might actually get negative backlash from people for doing so. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you when you say that, I think about like even when children are involved and, you know, people stay together and they say, well, we're doing it for the kids and how right. that can prolong a relationship that is like, like April said, it just continues a slow burn, you know, prolongs mm-hmm. a relationship that's already over. Um, but you're just prolonging the inevitable. Um and it, that's true, you know, people have different investments in your relationship, um, which doesn't fully sit well with me, you know, but I mean, I think it's a part of joining lives with people, you know, um, that friends and family may have investments in your relationship, um, but known to you or unbeknownst to you um, and the breakup, you can get that backlash from it. It makes me think about like celebrities or yeah. prominent figures or even now like influencers so i'm i've never mm. been a fan of the phrase relationship goals because no we don't know people's relationships but there's a couple right. on instagram that i follow and they are hilarious to me um kadal no kadal kadeen and deval ellis yeah. and they are mm-hmm. i love them as a couple i love their family and i was just thinking like not wishing anything bad on their marriage but i was mm-hmm. like i would be devastated <laughs> I was like, y'all better work out whatever is going on. Yeah. <laughs> because you will devastate it. you got y'all got like millions of followers and it's based off of their family. Mm-hmm. So they Exactly. And it also makes I remember when Jay Z and Beyonce were touring, which I hate this that they tour together. Anyway, <laughs> I remember the very first one. So this was before Lemonade, before all of that. Mm-hmm. The very, I think it was on the run, the first one. And I was just thinking, I would hate this because you have to y'all could have had the biggest fight in the world now y'all gotta go out here and sing crazy in love together and pretend <laughs> like right because you can't let the world see yeah that you mad at your husband because y'all gotta you know put on so yeah, yeah right that's i would hate that it's kind of like that fairy tale you know like oh you know they're good everything is good mm-hmm. there and so we buy into mm-hmm. it and you gotta invest, we invest it, in crazy. it yeah we yeah. invest in it um and that happens in real life you know mm-hmm. you see your your friend I, I think of like our friends who's in a um, relationship with, oh yeah and we're like oh my gosh their relationship's so amazing it's like we love him bring him around we love them. Him. and i would be heartbroken if if something happened and they were to part ways you know uh, but i think it's that that fairy tale that we buy into and mm-hmm. we want people to live happily ever right. after right and I think we want people also to live happily ever after so that we can believe that we should have that for ourselves. Yeah. If that's if that's what we want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I think some people need to see certain relationships work out because it's like, okay, see, they can work out. That means, yeah. you know, I can make my thing yeah. work out too. Yeah. yeah. Which I think why it's so dangerous to use other people as your measuring stick for yeah. relationships. Right. And it makes me think of how what we observe like how we grew up how that affects attachment and relationships later Mm -hmm. on and and how often do you actually sit down and say as a child how did I get my needs met what did I have to do to get my needs met and how does that Mm -hmm. manifest now as an adult and how I get my needs met and emotional needs met and um, I think once you start digging through some of that stuff it you can kind of see where the rifts 
or the challenges in relationships are. And then I think the breakup piece reminds me of a line from a poem by, um, I think it's Warshan Sire, um, where she's like, we build homes in other people. Like you shouldn't build homes in other people. And I was like, that's why breakups hurt because we have put Mm -hmm. a home in in this person. We have put our security, our faith, in this person and yeah. so when they leave like how yeah. if somebody were out there trying to steal my car i'm acting a fool so right. it's going to be the same All way. The way the fool. that's yeah. one yeah. thing um i feel you know different ways about the red table talk but i love how um will and jada talk about and reveal their that's relationship um right and and i think a lot of it was like <laughs> i love that family. i was like will and jada bed not ever to work it out break you know I but know. i like how they talk about the many breaks mm-hmm. that they've had and how yeah. it's more of like like yeah love is good but it's not enough and how they talk about how trauma when you're young um emotional trauma you know physical abuse you know like how all of that impacts who they are and how they love as adults and I think it's so important to like you're saying like look at all of those things like as a child how did I learn to love how did I learn to let go Mm -hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. what does that look like? Because there are some things, some relationships, some people that you got to let go, yep. you know? Um, yeah. And so I think breakups can be so hard because we don't do any of that mm-hmm. work. We're like, oh, this person's cool. I like them. Let's just move forward. But we've never seen anybody handle loss mm-hmm. in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the things that we've seen modeled for us when people have, you know, made decisions to leave or, or just loss in general, maybe we've seen unhealthy ways of managing loss. We've seen people not be able to demonstrate resilience. And so we don't learn how to manage that Mm -hmm. in a healthy way. Um, or we just don't know how. There was a humans of New York post that I wish I could find it, but it, it struck me like hit a chord. A woman was talking about her divorce. She had been married to her husband for a while and they divorced and she said, I don't see that as a failure. She's like, mm. I learned I have beautiful kids as a result because of this marriage. I learned we had mm-hmm. all these experiences. It just ended, yeah. but I don't consider that as a like an example of a failure. And I was just like, that yeah, is such exactly. an awesome way to look at breakups. Like it doesn't, because often what happens is like we have life events and mm-hmm. we attach stories to yeah. those events mm-hmm. that often are not always true. So it's often like, mm-hmm. well, what story are you telling yourself? And I love the story that she told herself about her divorce was that it just didn't work out. That doesn't right. mean that, you know, X, Y, and Z, she didn't bash him. And I think I was like, that's such mm-hmm. a healthy way. Um, but I also think, I don't know, because it's a Humans of New York story. They may have had a healthy divorce mm-hmm. or a healthy mm-hmm. breakup. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when a breakup is very messy, messy, it's hard to be mature. Yeah. Yeah, it can be very hard yeah. to be mature. But that brings up like another reason why breakups are hard because people view it as a failure. Mm-hmm. Like I failed mm-hmm. this thing that I put all my heart and soul into. It, mm-hmm. I failed it or I failed because it's it's over now. Right, right. And I think right. that notion of if this doesn't work out, we failed. Mm-hmm. That means yeah. that we're going to, you know, people don't take failure in a good way. They're like, oh, I'm going to try until I win. Mm-hmm. 
until I get it to where I want it to be. But something that you mentioned also, April, is that people need to take into account that their partner may not have been healthy. Mm-hmm. It's And yes. that relationship yep. was just not going it's not a failure because you you can't you don't have control over that other aspect that other part to the relationship and if that other person is not emotionally healthy or psychologically healthy to contribute to that relationship in a in a mutually beneficial way it's going to have an impact on that relationship and it may end up in breakup or divorce Mm -hmm. And being able to distinguish those those factors and separate them th- those things from who you are as a certainly, person. Certainly, certainly. You know, I definitely think it's important to think about how breakups can be difficult because they are. They're hard. You know? they suck. They're hard. They don't feel good. They suck. I'm like, ready to fight. Right. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> and I'm over here like, right. <laughs> You know, like I just I destroy things. They're hard. I just have in my, my personal life. space. I just cry for days. <laughs> I cry. <laughs> I have my writing, and then too, I, my my breakups don't even be from real relationships. They be okay. situations, which is like then so then I get mad. Like how you mad? How you sad? This won't even real. Over a situation ship, girl. That's breakups. something that definitely needs to be talked about. But it was still connected. It's well, yeah, and I, yeah, because it and I'm I'm definitely mm-hmm. one of those like I don't care what the title is. There's a connection. There's a connection. And your brain hurt. is right. releasing right. those same chemicals right. yeah. you know um do you guys have any takeaways like for listeners who may be going through breakups right now or may be struggling with the breakup or even thinking about um if a breakup is something they should be doing um any like takeaways that you want them to to carry with them ask yourself what's serving you i think that's a good way to kind of figure out Cause sometimes we'll hold on to things that don't need to be held on to. And so one way is just serving me um, mm-hmm. and giving them, give yourself permission to feel like don't, don't rush through it. It's going to suck. But the thing about feelings is they do end at some point. Like it's not if in the moment it feels like it's going to last forever, but that's just not how feelings are created. Yeah. So feel your feelings and you'll, you'll come out of it. I say, give yourself grace. Yeah. You know, give yourself some grace. There's gonna it's gonna take time. Um, you know, you're dealing with a life it's a life transition and those things don't, you know, complete themselves overnight. And so a transition has a start, a middle, and an end. Mm. And you just have to recognize what stage of that transition you're in and give yourself grace to move through that. Yeah. Um, a takeaway I would say is if you are in the stages where you're thinking about a breakup, you're not sure, um, you don't have to figure that out by yourself. There is another person in the, in the situation and yes. you know, talk to that other person. If it's safe, sometimes it may not be. So I do want to point that out. Mm-hmm. If it's safe, mm-hmm. talk to that other person. Um, just, you know, have a real conversation around where you are, why you think a break um, should happen. Um, hear them out, hear their sides and, and just have a, a real open conversation about it. You're not doing that on your own. So that's a takeaway, I think. Awesome. Yeah. Good, good. 
I know we're like breakups, yay! <laughs> um, before we wrap that up completely, Shari has a segment. Um, she was oh, interviewed by Essence Magazine, um, and what issue was that? The December issue, December twenty nineteen issue with Taraji. <laughs> so she talks about um, how to heal after a rough breakup. So check yeah, that out. It's online if you don't, because you can't go and get a December Essence issue, but it is online. Oh yeah, <laughs> online Sorry. on Essence dot com. Um, if you just type in. Shari Dade um, or if you type in how to heal after a rough breakup it should come up and it gives some really good steps on what to do I completely forgot like that quick um, plug I was in essence <laughs> we'll drop the link you can put it um, in the yeah, yeah. description to the show yeah yeah cool. nice. so go check out our own Shari Dade yeah. doing a big thing show some love <laughs> All right, so now we're on to send one your love. So who's out there, a thing, a person that you would like to send your love to? Somebody make you uh, smile this week. <laughs> I feel bad because Go ahead. because my, my intro and my singing one your love is going to be the same. So I want to send my love out to Bowl Weasel. Listen, I'm looking at the Ooh. clock like if we leave in 30 <laughs> minutes, we might get my hey how about this since you're looking i mean sometimes you might need a little getaway you know i will say that bow weevil is right down like right before you get to uh riverfront park if you want to go pick up you know you a slice of cake and then go sit in the pavilion in the park you will be safely social distanced um that might be a good little outing you know and a trip you know you can get out the house it's about an hour or so drive go get your you know cake sit in the park enjoy the beautiful beautiful weather what we've been having make sure your social distance and have a nice little drive back home okay that's what a tip that's Mm -hmm. a good one so sending my love out to bowl weevil because i am about to tennis uh red velvet delight Right out the frame. Not out the frame. And this <laughs> right out the whole frame. I be feeling bad because my fiance be like, "Dang girl, like you, you really eating? You eating a eating. whole lot of this cake? Like this should last." Wait, no. y'all share Mm-mm. one slice? That's how big it is. Mm-hmm. When I tell you this slice of cake is like the size of my head, like mine. it's like yeah, you two day. Mm-hmm. It's like this <laughs> wide, like a fourth, and of like. Cake. It, it's it's basically so if it's a huge huge cake and it's probably they cut it probably in like eight slices wow okay nice yeah yes so sending my love out to them nice. shout out nice. that's what's up that's what's up i want to send my love out to um <laughs> you started like you had to so I was like oh well, let you go ahead and go because you started so confidently no I'm sorry but the face like I was just saying like, <laughs> let me tell you if y'all knew how often I start talking without knowing what I'm gonna say because I was about to say something I was like oh are you ready I'm like it's my turn I gotta start talking and I think it's gonna come and it doesn't come um <laughs> <laughs> I want to send my love. I, I'm happy about the weather. Can I send my love to, out Absolutely. to the weather? I want to send my love to God because this weather has been <laughs> spectacular. <laughs> 
the weather's been spectacular. <laughs> and so I've been very grateful for these like upper 70s, nice winds. It's sunny. Yes. It's not too sticky. It's nice. So I'm sending my love out to God. Big up. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you. Praise him. Shout out. I'm going to send it's a hard one to follow. Um, I'm right. Gonna, <laughs> right. I'm going to send my love out to Mary. Um, <laughs> We're going spiritual here. Right. Here I am sending my love out to a restaurant for some cake. She hit up God. Right, like, well, like, that's, well, that's going to kind of oh overshadow gosh. what my is going to be. Okay. So Ooh. I would like to send my love out to my homeboy, Brandon, who just shared with me his Disney Plus uh, login information. So I'm so excited because I plan I plan to watch Aladdin tonight. It's so good. Nice. I'm really it's excited. Good. So yeah, I'm gonna eventually get on this Disney Plus. You got to. I've watched Moana like over Moana's and over good. again. Okay, so am I the only one who feels a little bit creeped out when the Earth like turns into a whole like personified <laughs> woman? Like I don't know. Like it just stirs up this weird. I get this weird like feeling. I'm like, oh my god. Like I was watching it. <laughs> watching it with my um actually did I watch it with her actually I watched it by myself after my god baby had started watching it one day and I just felt really weirded out like yeah I don't know okay side note scratch that but it weirds me out a little bit love the movie but it does like I still I just get this funny feeling like oh you know anyway all right guys well Thank you so much for listening. Um, We want to just encourage you to continue to listen, continue to share the show. Please drop us a line, leave us a comment, leave a review on whatever platform that you do listen to Three Psychs and a Mic. You can find us on social media, both Instagram and Facebook at Three Psychs and a Mic. That is the number three Psychs and a Mic. If you have uh, direct questions that you want to send us, you can send us those questions through our social media or email us directly at three sykes and a mic at gmail.com. And we just want to thank you so much for listening. We love you all. And please stay tuned and come back and listen to us next week. Bye y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.